Hello, everybody. This is Alex Barthet with TheLeanZone.com. Today, we're talking to Oscar Morajon with, uh, you like that accent, Oscar? That was pretty good. I love it. It's perfect. Uh, with John Bell Construction. How you doing, Oscar? Uh, we're doing great. You know, and just uh, that's why we, that's why I call John Bell for the John is from Morejon and nobody can pronounce it. So we, uh, we always say, hey, you know what, just, just call me more John. That was a, that was good, good planning at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Oscar and your business, and we'll get into the topic of what's, what are you seeing boots on the ground uh, in light of all of this coronavirus scare? Absolutely. Well, we, uh, we're a general contractor out of Coral Gables, Florida. Uh, we've been in business for about four years. Uh, before Suffolk, I mean, before John Bell, I was working with Suffolk Construction. I was there for about four years as well. And we did a lot of high rises, high end work. And uh, we felt uh, that there was a need for a good general contractor in our city. So we resigned on, on great terms with Suffolk and we started uh, John Bell. Uh, we've uh, always done commercial and residential work, renovations, new construction. And our company has always uh, grown from day one. We've always had momentum and we've always, uh, honestly, we've done great from the beginning. And uh, it's, it's, I was talking to my wife yesterday and this is probably the first time in the history of our company that our company does not have momentum. And the toughest challenge that I have right now is that we cannot stop momentum. And momentum doesn't really need to be the same momentum that we had before, as long as we're pushing in the, in the right direction and we're getting better every day even through what's happening right now. So, you know, a few things that are happening right now is definitely, it's kind of a, it's very distracting. You know, it's very distracting for us as executives and, but it's also very distracting for our employers, our employees. So, you know, they wanna know what's happening. How can they stay safe? You know, some of these people, their, their wives are either nurses or their wives work at, at uh, assisting living facilities. Um, so it's very difficult to go out there and swing a hammer and be a, a you know, be an employee and a worker while you also have family being exposed, you know, maybe their wives sometimes being let, uh, you know, uh, let go. There's been employees here who their spouses have already been uh, terminated from their position. So already, uh, already, yeah. So it's very, it's very difficult to navigate uh, different aspects. The first basket is your, you're their boss, you know, where you know you tell them to do things and you have to hold them accountable. But we're also a family around here. You know, one of our core values is teamwork and. We want to kind of uh, get to this as a team and get to this as a family. And sometimes it's very challenging because uh, the company is more important than us as individuals. You know, right. the company as a whole, um, you know, we feel that we probably influence about 2000 or so people from our employees, which are about 45 employees to their spouses and their families and then our subcontractors, our suppliers. So when, when you're the decisions that we're making now are not just for us as individuals, but it's as us for our sphere of influence and the people that, you know, we help and we steward. So uh, that's been a big challenge because the decisions that you have to make are not decisions uh, that you want to make. Sometimes it's, it's decisions that you kind of have to make uh, for the betterment of, right. the, of the company. Right. Because if the company isn't around, it doesn't do anybody any good. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the big, the biggest thing. And I think from the beginning, we've always been able to see ahead, always be able to, uh, forecast six months, a year from now. And that's where as leaders, we really have to figure out, forget about what's happening now. We're going to talk about where our jobs are at now, but we need to, we're figuring out where we're going to be six months from now, a year from now, you know, 18 months down the line. That's where our mindset is right now. Uh, this is just, we're just reacting right now to this whole coronavirus. 
but we're trying to get back into our proactive approach as to what we should do to make sure that we can uh, we can just get through this so that uh, at the end of it, you know, John Bell Construction uh, is still around. So what are you seeing? So let's start with what are you seeing now with respect to the jobs that you have? I talked to many clients and uh, friends in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. They're seeing some jobs stop. Um, uh, either placed on hold indefinitely, uh, other jobs stopped completely. I've talked to some other folks that because they can't meet the six foot you know, distance, they don't have yeah. enough uh, PPE, they're working inside, those jobs, um, yeah. you know, while they could work, they, they actually can't. Um, yeah. The jobs not stop, but they can't actually do the work. What are you seeing? So, in our last staff meeting, we were I was telling our team that um, the coronavirus was a surprise to us, you know, as a, as a surprise to many. But um, how we're reacting to it shouldn't be a surprise. You know, we know that the construction industry is an industry that has its ups and downs, it has its highs and its lows. And from the beginning of our company, we've always uh, propositioned ourselves so that if there ever is a downturn, that the company would not have to take such a big hit and that we'd be prepared for whatever were to come. We never knew what was gonna come. And I still think that there's gonna be something else other than this coronavirus that we're gonna have to handle. Uh, maybe not as a, a recession like we had before uh, a few years ago, but it's definitely, you know, it's never gonna stay this hot. Uh, and we should, we need to be mindful of that. So what some ways that we've done it is that we're very diverse. You know, we do projects for the government. We do projects with different city municipalities. We do some masonry work. We do some healthcare work. We do residential homes. We do commercial homes. So uh, some people say, you guys are crazy. You know, how do you have the same subcontractors do all of that? And how do you, you know, how does your estimator, you know, estimate a masonry job and then also go estimate a residential home? Well, uh, in our interviewing process and the culture that we've been trying to have for four years now, uh, we've always said that we need to be a very diverse company. And we don't know in the next recession or the next downturn where our company uh, uh, would go and and what products are still what projects are still going to be uh, needed? You know, right now, um, you know, let's say we're building restaurants and we're building all we did was restaurants. We would have zero work. You right. know, so we wanted to make sure we, we just finished a restaurant a couple of weeks ago, but it was two restaurants out of maybe our 20 active, active jobs. Um, and I, I take a lot of pride in, in that, making sure that, um, you know, we don't take such a big hit. So to answer your question. Our projects are running. There, there's only been two projects that have been shut down that were in condominiums. Thankfully, we had already gotten TCO a substantial completion on those jobs. But all the other jobs are, are running. You know, we have a lot of jobs in new construction, commercial and residential. And those are jobs that don't have windows. They're open space. Um, there's only one contractor. Usually it's just a shell guy. And we've already met with them, had stand-on meetings. How are they mitigating, you know, people uh, catching the, uh, the virus? We're giving them masks, making sure we have hand sanitizing stations on each job site, um, talking in our stand down meetings and, our, you know, our toolbox talks. But most of our jobs, thankfully, are at a position where there's not a lot of trade. You know, we don't have a lot of projects right now where, you know, it's two weeks to turn in the project and there's the, the painter and the cabinet guy and the electrician and the plumber and the roofer and everybody. No, our projects, uh, thankfully, right now are either all outdoors. We have a lot of government projects. You know, we just finished a uh, Venetian pool, was one, which is one of them. Are you? Job. Let me ask you a question. What about hospitals? Are you seeing? I, I've talked to some uh, clients, and and they said hospitals are um, not permitting them to do work to one minimize uh, 
people in the space yeah. and two because they're actually occupying partially completed spaces uh, yeah. and putting beds in them. Well, we have a we have a project right now with Jackson, uh, which a, it's called the Jackson BTC project, and we've been hired there to do the masonry scope, and uh, we're working there, and and the shell contractors working, uh, the plumbers are working, people are working out there, and that's in Jackson. Um, they've definitely made it a lot more difficult to work there, and there's a lot more red tape uh, to make sure that we're there on a daily basis, but we. Um, you know, we want to make sure that our guys are safe. But as of right now, we're, we're working. They haven't told us anything, uh, at least on that job. And we're actually going to be working with Skanska in a couple of weeks on another job where Jackson, uh, they're bringing an MRI machine. So at the end of the day, uh, people still need to get their MRI machine, you know, their MRI tests, and they still need to get all these tests. And um, it, it's, it's, it's very challenging to make sure that um, the tools that we have, which is construction, continue to facilitate what's happening with the hospital. So as of right now, um, our, our hospital projects are still ongoing. So I, I actually spoke with a, a, a different client last night and he actually said that he's hearing on some jobs, go faster. How fast can you get this done? They, yep. they, um, I think there's some concern that there may be a further lockdown on people's yep. movement, uh, ability to do work. And as a result, they, the idea is do as much as you can. I talked to someone else in the supply business, uh, an electrical yep. supply house. He said that they are running full tilt faster than they were before the coronavirus because everyone wants their jobs fully stocked as yep. much as they possibly can. You seeing that too? Yeah, I'm seeing that, and not even from our suppliers or or the GCs, but you know we're we're GCs on 95% of our projects, and and we're telling our superintendents to to try to push as fast as possible. Uh, I will tell you why we try to push as fast as possible. We need to get paid and we need to make sure that we have as much cash flow in the business as possible. Um, you know, so we have very good contracts with our clients and we have very good relationships with our clients. So the, the more that we can build, the more we can build and the more that we can build, the more cash flow that we're going to have to sustain whatever's going to happen. So um, we are calling every single one of our owners, making sure that they're paying us on time. We are doing our end of the bargain. Uh, it's important that our clients uh, do their end of the bargain as well, and our jobs need to push. We need to continue being safe on there and, and making sure that, uh, you know, that our speeding up the project doesn't cause any injury. But if it doesn't, we're going full uh, full force ahead. We've actually uh, added more funds to get some substantial completion on some projects so that we can be able to get that next milestone so we can uh, submit payment. we rather have payment on this side and being able to hold, but if we don't have payment on this side, we're, we're going to have an inability to hold uh, not only to pay our subcontractors, but our employees and keeping the lights on. So cash is king, uh, you know, nowadays. So on the bidding and estimating side, have you heard of jobs getting shelved? Um, just people more hesitant to move forward on anything? I know it's really early. I mean, um, no, but it, it's already happening. It, it's the thing that we're feeling the most right now. So the active jobs, yeah, you know, people are, are, are working safer. We're trying to speed them up. We're trying to get paid. But at the end of the day, the jobs are the jobs. It's the future jobs that we see that are having a, a big impact. How do I know? Well, my, my number one uh, responsibility in this company, other than leading the company and the vision and the culture, is to find us work. And usually I'm in two or three meetings a day, at least two or three meetings a day. I usually have breakfast with somebody, lunch with somebody. I'm always meeting somebody. My schedule this week is clear. You know, right. So, you know, so 
we had we had huge meetings last week for some great jobs that we were supposed to get. Those meetings were canceled. Some of these jobs they're even putting them on hold. Uh, there was one job we were about to get awarded the project, and they uh, they pulled the plug on it. Uh, they actually for, they're foreigners and they moved back to their country onto further notice. So wow. um, yeah, so on our board, uh, which is behind me, we've already removed uh, four projects from our from our estimating board. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're estimating projects that we can get. We're we're not an estimating department. We're a construction company. So as much as we want to continue to estimate, if we don't feel that the client has the funds and that they're the right uh, client for us or the right team for us, uh, we we can't spin our wheels. Because uh, one thing I want to talk about is the amount of time we're spending, you know, reacting to the coronavirus. So uh, as cash is king, so is time. And right now, uh, sometimes I feel like there's not enough time. So if we don't have to be bidding things out, there's no point in wasting our time and, and, and spinning our wheels. So, uh, but definitely the estimating has slowed down. Um, we've talked to some of our clients. They think they say, Hey, these, you know, we have the, we have the money. We just, we don't know what's going to happen. We want to just kind of wait till this kind of turns out. So we hope and we pray that, that the, those jobs are going to come around. Um, but I would, I see our backlog slowing down significantly in the next six to 12 months. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's the uncertainty associated yeah. with the coronavirus even if you have the cash yeah, and yeah. i'm going to build a you know yeah, a commercial whatever. building a warehouse you know i just i don't know you know what so i just want to um, which is super I different just wait yeah which is super different from before before people didn't have the money and that's why they weren't building right, right. now people still have the money uh they're just being hesitant which is good because at least there's money in the economy right uh and there's and, and our clients have the money which is before they didn't have it so I'm just hoping that, you know, we could maybe the, there could be a cure to the coronavirus and the market can come back up and people can get more confidence, uh, you know, to spend money. But it only it doesn't just happen uh, there. You know, some of our clients have a swimsuit. Uh, they sell swimsuits. Some of our clients sell raw goods. Some of our company, some of our uh, um, our clients are packagers, you know. So if people aren't buying produce and people aren't going to the beach, then they can't get the necessary funds to pay us. So uh, we need people to. Uh, the social distancing is is what's it's what's really affecting us, you know. And we're you know, it's kind of it's kind of amazing you say that, right? I mean, I I, I took for granted uh, the idea of interacting with other humans um, yeah. as such a key component of commerce. Uh, and when you remove that from the equation, it just makes yeah. it so much harder to get things done. Yeah, and the entertainment business, you know, like all like the you know the mayor came out with you know with these these industries that are not necessary have to shut down those necessary those unnecessary uh industries are what keeps us going you know people aren't eating and people aren't going out and people aren't buying things and people going aren't going to the mall it doesn't allow for for money to travel and to circulate so um you know that's why it's, it's, i always say that this is much bigger than us this is much bigger than john bell this is much bigger than the construction industry this is a you know a, a global situation where everybody plays an intricate role so um, that's what makes let it me, most challenging. Let me let me ask you another question. Have you? Um, I'm assuming the answer is that you are preparing for the idea that at some point you may not be able to continue to work because the government may tell yeah um, shut down projects to shut down. Um, yeah. Are you hearing about any of that? So last week I got a lot of. A lot of traction on that, and I and I, I have, we have good relationships with either the general superintendents 
or our clients or you know we know people that 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 know you know have the inside scoop and last week i would have been you know uh very very shocked if the jobs weren't weren't going to shut down and they didn't you know most of our jobs that i thought were going to shut down didn't um so right now i i don't think that the jobs are going to shut down i think that uh, a lot of the construction projects are following the uh, what the authorities are saying. So Broward County and Miami-Dade County both have said that construction is an essential uh, business. And uh, so nobody wants to stop. Um, and I've seen that. So uh, they're mitigating the much, as much risk as possible on the job site. But I really, I really don't see a shutdown happening, at least not in the next couple of weeks. It would have to get significantly worse. And all these test results uh, really have to uh, get positive and that and they keep talking about that curve. If the curve does not flatten, they will do a shutdown. They're going to have to be forced to do a shutdown. Um, but at least in the next two weeks, I don't. We're not. We, we're not planning anymore for a shutdown. We were planning. What are we going to do with our employees? What are we going to do with um, our jobs? How are we going to shut them down? How are we going to keep them safe while we're not there? Because people can now, you know, break in. We're already getting internet on our on some of our job sites that didn't have it. We're putting cameras there. Uh, but. Um, you, you have to be able to adapt in the situation. And, uh, and talk about adapting quickly. I mean, within, within quickly a day, and daily. you, you got to be able to, to, to make yeah. a 180 degree turn. Yeah, that's, that's been um, my biggest challenge as a leader has been the ability to change. You know, we always say around here, we don't want to be the blockbuster. We want to be the Netflix, you know, but we're also talking our staff, our staff meeting, you know, Netflix is no, no, no longer Netflix. Now there's Hulu and there's prime and there's Apple TV. So, it's not about adapting. It's about continuing to adapt. And, and if we don't continue to get better, uh, we're going to get worse. So, um, but yeah, that's definitely a challenge hearing and trying to, there's a lot of different sources out there. You know, I talk to you and then I talk to somebody else and I talk, and you, if you, if you try to talk to too many people and you try to get, you, you'll go crazy because there's, everybody has their own story. So it's really important that you, you try to get a, a new station that you trust that, that has, you know, that they're really portraying the, the, the real news. And uh, and you have people that you trust, professionals like like your firm that we're using significantly, HR firms that we're trying to reach out to, and and a few mentors that I have of mine. But uh, if you would ask people for advice, you'd go crazy because everybody has a different opinion, and every day uh, things are changing. So people adapt and react uh, quicker and slower to those news. So the the information that they're giving you, they may be reacting to something that happened a week ago, and and you got to be able to discern that. Um, and you got to be able to to adapt. So uh, adapting is the biggest key. Whoever can adapt in this in this time is well, who will make it. It's not about it is about the money, but money is part of that adapting. You have to be sure. able to adapt and you have to be able to make uh, uh, not tough decisions because we're faced with tough decisions every day. It's about making the correct decisions and, and really being, you know, having the discernment to say, hey, this is something that we need to cut and this is something that we should sustain. And, um, you know, we're just. You know, right now we're just praying that we're led in the right way um, and, and we're leading the best way possible for our team. You know, uh, last question I have for you is, have you heard about any jobs where uh, someone has tested positive as a, and, and as a result, the job has shut down? I, I heard about one on uh, on Saturday about yeah. um, where someone tested positive as, and as a result, the uh, the contractor made the decision to to just send done. all those people home. Have you heard about anything like that? Um, I have I have heard about it. I haven't. None of our jobs um, have, that's happened. So it's a tricky subject because if you're making the workers, you know, go to work, 
then at what time are they going to get tested? You know, um, so I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, you want you saying, oh, these job sites are all you know safe and no one has the virus, but there's a big possibility if somebody does and they just haven't had the opportunity uh, to get tested. Correct. Now, all of our all of our employees are W two employees. They're all documented. Um, you know, they are on our workers comp policy, and and we're as legit as it can be. But unfortunately, sometimes in this industry. Uh, some of the workers are not as legit as ours. And so I would sure. assume that some of these workers are a little bit, you know, hesitant and scared, you know, to go to get tested because they don't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe they feel like they're going to get, you know, either deported or they're going to they're not going to be able to work or they're going to be like a whistleblower. You know, somebody gets right. if one person, you know, has a coronavirus, that's going to affect a huge population, except, except, you know, especially on one of these uh, high rises. You get a 60 story building, get shut down. There's a lot of money that you're you're removing in circulation. So I think there's a little bit of hesitancy, a little bit of fear. And uh, but I do know that the jobs that we're on are superintendents, the general superintendents, the GCs that are hiring us um, and especially the jobs that we're on as GCs. Um, we're doing the best job we can to mitigate the risk of people, the virus spreading, giving them masks, giving them the correct mask um, and really making sure that they're as clean as possible and trying to spread out uh, the guys from, you know, working in congested areas. So to answer your question, uh, I would I would assume in the next couple of weeks that's, that's going to come into fruition where people are starting to get more tested as testing becomes more available. And it, and maybe, you know, it gets past five o'clock uh, so that people who are working can go get tested. So uh, not, not on our jobs, but I would I would assume that it's going to it's going to happen too. soon. I, I think I think just with the, the scale of this situation, I think it's in. It, it would be naive to think that it's not going to happen yeah. more often. And that's when the job is going to get shut down, you know, the, the, the bigger jobs. So, um, again, it's all about adapting and getting ready for that. We're working right. as to what we're going to do with our employees at that time. Uh, we want to make sure that their families have, you know, enough to eat, you know. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there, you know. That's right. That's right. Anything else you want to cover? No, you know, it's uh, it's it's all about adapting. I do think that technology has a, a huge uh, impact right now. I think that you know, just the fact that we're talking right now uh, in this virtual meeting is uh, right. is pretty great. And I think that we need to continue to be innovative, and we need to continue to think outside the box on how we can uh, not only for this, but it just realizes how much our industry lacks technology. I worked for a company, uh, Suffolk Construction, before, and I think that they're one of the leaders in technology. Um, and I and we always try to be as uh, you know as savvy as we can on this side. Everybody already had laptops. Everybody already had the ability to you know to stream. Everybody had the, their cloud. So if we were to become a mobile company and we were to work uh, remotely, um, it would not cost us anything. You know. Right. So uh, I think that that's something that we did a good job. But we need to continue getting better, and uh, and hopefully you know we can get through it in the most efficient, cost-effective, and safest way. Oscar, I want to thank you for taking the time. I'm sure you're very busy dealing with all of these issues. I'm sure we'll talk again soon uh, to get another update. Uh, I hope you, your family, and your team stay safe. I appreciate it. Likewise to you, and uh, we appreciate all your mentorship and guidance through this process. Anytime.